Let's talk about the fucking sheep. Yeah. So, as you might know, might not know, I am a poet and I'm rather obsessed with other poets. Like the ones of the past, especially the ones in particular. Well, besides Keats and Shelley, obviously. There are two German poets who started a whole fucking era, Weimar Classic, as you might know, as you might not know, Schiller and Goethe, and for my new book, and also a separate project, which I'm kind of keeping in the dark, because God knows when I'm gonna go there and do actually stuff besides writing fan fiction. (laughs) 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 Um, I decided to have like a summer, spend my summer holidays basically researching in museums and like art galleries and archives about both of them mainly focusing on Schiller because he's like my favorite character like not really my favorite poet of like German society anyways so originally I wanted to go with my mom but my mom then kind of cancelled out which was good in the end um I decided to drag the lovely Melz Luzchester as my fellow poet Goethe with me I was cosplaying Schiller um we drove to Weimar with the train during with the train during the nine euro ticket it was hell as uh, if you're german you know what that means if you're not german don't even imma- try to imagine it it's it's fine you're better off not knowing honestly for my fa- for for my fellow brits just just imagine the tube on like any sort of fucking royal celebration where all the bloody tourists just clawed into central line Anyways, I made the plans and stuff like that, what we're going to do and what we're going to see. But the thing is, when I OG planned this journey, I planned it during the week, not on a weekend. Which then messed up actually the schedule because I thought, hey, public transport is actually quite good to the attractions where we want to go. And I did not look it up for actually the weekend. And also on this particular weekend, it was Goethe's birthday so there were celebrations happening all around Lima anyways so one of my wonderful dream destination was the Court of Muses which is located in Castle Tiford which is where Goethe and Schiller and the Duchess Anna Amalia had their Court of Muses where they would recite poetry where art was happening everything was really beautiful going on anyways so we had to walk up there in historical clothing. So, yeah, just like 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 we said at the beginning, we were cosplaying. So we were there like with full historical clothing, even like a coat, even though it was pretty hot. Mm. So we didn't wear it, but we still had it with us. Uh, we were wearing wigs, obviously. So yep. that was also hot. Like really looking like um, the weirdos we are. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we were we had to walk up to Tiford from. Mm, Yes, they're like half, I don't know how many miles, but it was... It, it was like a little bit for sure. Yeah, and uh, Google Maps didn't use, uh, didn't went, hey, yeah, use the road. No, we're like... Going over fields, it's quicker. Going over field, fuck nature. <laughs> yes. And then, first we heard it. <laughs> we heard the harrowing screams of a creature entrapped by man-made contraptions. And it was trapped in such a 
fucked up matter. Like, like how uh, did it even do it? Like, so what we saw at first was like, oh yeah, there's a sheep stuck in the fence. What the fuck? Okay, I thought, okay, yeah. Like, we, we were like, okay, can we help it somehow? But like, it managed that like, it wasn't like stuck just with the head or just with like one, um, one of the legs. No, no, no. Like, basically one half of the sheep was on the one side of the fence and the other on the other. Like, how did it do that? The cord of the fence was wrapped thrice. Three fucking times around the sheep's head one half of the sheep like the first like left shoulder i think it was i think the left shoulder i think the right one but yeah yeah pos- uh, yeah 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 anyways um that was also stuck in the fence and then it had it wrapped around its head so we got one leg out like that was the rear end yeah and that and then we were like okay but the problem is we can't get the head loose. We can't get the uh, we can't get the other shoulder outside because once we have the shoulder outside, the sheep is gonna try and make a run for it and it's gonna strangle us. And we were only two people and we thought, okay, yeah, we need to get some help. Yeah, this sheep sheep has to be cut loose. We can't we can't help it. It's just too fucked up. So we saw some houses and we're like, okay, let's maybe try there if they. If they know what's going on. So, like, so far, we, dressed in historical clothes, tried to rescue a sheep. Already very funny. Yeah, and thankfully, we l- we ran into this really lovely elderly woman who S- was... Having probably the weirdest day of her life. Yeah. So, this old lady got outside, was like, I'm going to get some plums, and suddenly... <laughs> ran into two historical poets. <laughs> telling uh, telling her, there's a sheep stuck. Do you know how the sheep those are? It has to be cut out, probably. So, and then she was like, oh yeah, I know the shepherd, but the shepherd lives in a different town. It's going to take a while for them to get there. And, I've not, and I also not have, do not have his number. Yeah, she was like, I can call someone who might can contact him but let her let's have another look we're gonna get the sheep out of there yeah and she was she was she was she was really fierce i respect that old lady so much yeah but like she was really like she was like okay confident we can do that three yeah. people we are able to do that um she also wasn't afraid that the sheep is gonna strangle itself when yeah. we get the leg free so we did that and then somehow i don't know how we managed to get like the head free I had like pushed the snout <laughs> at some point and was like, please don't bite me. I swear I'm going to tr- help you. Like, this is good for you. Please don't bite me. <laughs> so the thing was, so we were, um, I was at the rear end pushing the fence down and getting and provi- prohibiting the fucking sheep from getting its leg stuck in the fence again. Because yes. it, was, it was doing that. Like we had the leg out. One second later, the leg was back in, and I was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna keep the, I'm gonna keep the sheep's leg away from there. Then I'm gonna keep the sheep stable. I was stabilizing the sheep." <laughs> yeah, and the the lady was like push, uh, pulling, pushing the the fence down at the front, and then I was there trying to untangle the fucking sheep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the end, it worked. Not sure how. I don't know. Uh, we got the fence back up. The sheep was able to run free again. Yeah. Ever wondered what will happen? If a semi-stable scientist, one a lab explosion away from being a supervillain, teams up with a caffeine-addicted screenwriter ready to fight the system. Well, buckle up, buckaroo, because we're about to dive right in to the madness of trans-dimensional travels. Take a seat in the front row as we take beloved movies from this dimension and pitch it with a completely different genre, thus creating a whole new classic. 
Hi, I'm Mels. And I'm Professor Leto Marshy. And this is In Another Reality. A trans-dimensional journey exploring beloved stories in another universe. Imagine Mad Scientist. Meets Starbucks screenwriter. So basically we take a beloved movie from this dimension and pitch it with a whole new genre and therefore creating another plot in another one. Yeah, that's what we do here. Yeah. Do you have anything for housekeeping? We said so much last time. Um, no. I mean, I mean, no. I mean, new book is coming out somewhere. The uh, the animatics are the animatic trailers are gonna be uploaded somewhere. The usual stuff. It will happen. We just don't know when or how fast or like like the the usual basically. I got another thing because last time we already mentioned the anniversary episode. Um, this episode is gonna drop on um, October the eighteenth because that's when our first episode was um, uploaded. Oh, baby, already already a year old. Yeah, they grow so fast. <laughs> um, also, we're definitely going to do a Halloween special again. Yes. And we're uh, planning on doing a holiday special as well. Yes. So, yeah, that's just so you know maybe a little bit what we're planning in the future. There's a lot of, like, special episodes coming out and... Um, yeah, hopefully we're going to be able to do this uh, regularly now. Yeah, would be really sweet. I mean, I'm lucky looking forward to Frankfurt Book Fair and just sharing stickers with people. Yeah, stickers. If you want some stickers, just DM us on Instagram or something. Yeah, we, we have pride stickers. We have cute ghost pride stickers. We also, have we have bookmark. We have bookmarks book with... Uh, amazing quotes from Lito's poems. They're like, honestly, they're so beautiful. I think we need to we need to do more marketing around these bookmarks because they're amazing. Yeah, they're actually really beautiful. And I uh, I started like leaving them in places and in books. Hopefully, somebody will find them. Also, glued one of the stickers into one of the guest books from in Weimar. It was in the uh, it was in the Palace of Muses. Wish I would have done that in Schiller House. Not gonna lie. Yeah gonna return there that's basically my new house now true 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 yeah um i think more merch is gonna follow i know we said it a lot of times but like some things are already designed some things are like we are honored to design it um we just the thing is we want to do a website and uh, time and resources and everything but things will be coming out, we promise. Yeah. And like I said, if you're interested like in the in the bookmarks or the stickers, just like DM us. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I would love to do have like art prints of like Yeah, things. definitely. Because like fan arts we could also contribute contribute them as art prints. Yeah. Stuff will happening and you can find all of that in our so uh, like on our social medias. Uh, you find them down below. Yes. In the description. Okay. Shall we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. I bring a movie today, mm. and 
you like I had to find a movie for us because like I said last time I didn't have anything prepared because it's like a hell of a week or a month at work and everything else so you already said like oh I have like a million ideas what this movie could be I made a long ass list but now you mentioned the sheep I'm confused and I'm hoping it's not part three because I haven't seen that movie I'm already looking suspicious at you because I have the feeling you're going to get it right and I'm not amused. Okay, so I made a list. So your movie is sci-fi. Yes. It is somewhat comedic. Yes. Okay, so my first thought without anything, because it's a movie we both like and adore, was Back to the Future. It's not Back to the Future. Okay, it's not one of the Back to the Futures. And then my other, uh, then my other thing was, maybe it's a German movie. That's not a German movie. Okay, then it's uh, then it's not Traumschiff Surprise or the Bully Parade. Nope. Qui sweet. Hmm. That leaves. Okay. Do not know if that's of if you know that movie. Galaxy Quest. Nope. Spaceballs. Nope. Hot Top Time Machine. Nope. Or Orville. No. Ooh. You had a whole ass list, and the movie I thought you gonna think it is wasn't on there, and the actual movie isn't on there. Interesting. I thought what you gonna think is on there after I said like, yeah, it's it has this kind of humor. I thought you would gonna be um, saying it's. Um, oh, I forgot it. Wait a second. Damn it! I'm, I'm stupid. It's such an iconic movie, and it was like, you're definitely going to think it's this one, and now I forgot it. It's the British one. Like, the movie is actually quite bad, because, like, the books are so much better. A Hitchhiker's Guide to... Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy... To... to Hitchhiker's Guide... Hitchhiker's Guide to... to Galax... Traveling the Galaxy? I don't know that one. You don't? It's such an iconic British thing. I don't know thing. that one. I was so sure you read the books a million times. No. Okay, uh, what? That's right up your alley. What's going on? No, I don't. I think it's. Is it from Douglas Adams? Yes. I've never heard. I've never come in contact with that. Okay, that that is the most shocking thing I've ever heard about you, because like this is like it's sci-fi. It's funny. It's a little bit of nihilistic, and um, it, it's it's so much fun. I was like one hundred percent sure that you know all about it, and you would guess a hitchhiker's guide. To the galaxy, but like no, <laughs> I'm shooketh. Okay, okay. Uh, that what I thought you're gonna guess, but it's not my movie. And also, now I need to look if I like we actually got it right in the end. <laughs> this is this is fine. Um, yes, it's uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think I've I, so. I read City of Death by Douglas Adams and I was really vibing with it. It's a Doctor Who story and I think he was quoted uh, uh, and I think it was like I, s I s seen that name on like the intro page of what the author already wrote but never came into contact with it. I actually oh, yeah. sadly only saw the movie and I've heard that the movie is not as good as the books or the books are better especially like with the humor and everything. Yeah. So um, I definitely want to read the books at some point. I've got the books flying around somewhere. Um, so, yeah, but like 
It's like really dry sense of humor, really like funny. So it's basically space road trip and probably something apocalyptic going on. Definitely apocalyptic. I mean, <laughs> it starts with the Earth exploding. <laughs> and that guy was probably in his pajamas. Yes. One of the iconic things is about like not forgetting the towel. So in the prior episode, we had somebody in jeans in the medieval times. Now we have... I mean, it's not my movie. We're talking about it the entire time, but it's not my movie. <laughs> so your movie is not Hitchhiker's Guide to the no. Galaxy. That's what I thought you're going to guess my movie is. <laughs> my movie is another classic. And I said it also is like actually, because I don't I don't know if you have that still in your, in your head. I'm surprised it wasn't on your list. It's Man in Black. I would have never put that down as fantasy, to, uh, as sci-fi, honestly. It is sci-fi. It is definitely sci-fi. Um, because like I wasn't sure that I was like, it's sci-fi. And I was like, okay, you ask what kind of sci-fi. And was like thinking about it was like comedic and action. And then I actually looked at the Wikipedia to like write more stuff yeah. down. And said, it's a comedic action sci-fi uh, movie. And I was like, okay, I got that. I know I've got that perfectly. <laughs> Why are you so confused? I would say Man in Black is more sci-fi than Back to the Future. I'm broken. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know Man in Black exists as a movie, but it's one of those movies which I can't put into categories because, I mean, it's an icon... For me, it's, like, iconic movie? Yes. Like a cult classic movie. I would, put, I would put it under Agents. Agents film, I guess? No, I, would, I wouldn't have categories for that fucking movie. I think action, uh, comedy, sci-fi is describes it pretty well. Yeah, but if I, when I'm thinking about an action, comedy, sci-fi film, I'm thinking about... I think about basically any parody of Star Wars or Star Trek. Nah, I, my, my first guess would have been like Man in Black or Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Neither of those would have been my guess. Like, if you would have said, like, an Agents movie... I would have been like, yeah, it's probably James Bond, Mission Impossible, or Man in Black. Interesting. Yeah. No, Man in Black is for me pretty far up to sci-fi. Yeah, but they have. I mean, yes, they have. A yes, they have aliens. They have aliens. They have technologies. They have, uh, at some point, they have time travel. Yeah, true. It's it's. I'm. It's actually, actually, it's quite. It is sci-fi. It's quite in your face sci-fi, but uh, yes. my brain is just like, no, that's just normal life. Yeah, no, it's quite in your face sci-fi. Oh, oh God, I regret my genre. I'm scared now. Let's let's yes, hear it. Yes, you should be scared. Oh boy, it is gothic. Oh, <laughs> so we are talking. We are talking Victorian gothic. Gothic. Tim Burton. No, not really Tim Burton style, but from like Crimson Peak, Mary Shelley. And what not. Oh, boy. Regrets. Regrets all around. <laughs> okay. Uh, should I tell a little bit more of the movie first? Or do you want to tell a little bit more of the genre first? I'm so sorry. I just saw the tear lips again. <laughs> please, please tell us about the movie. I'm just trying to find my shit. Are you Okay. No, I had caffeine. <laughs> I thought there wasn't even <laughs> caffeine in there. I'm still reacting to it. Okay, let's talk about um, Man in Black. Uh, the main... 
plot hook is that we got this government agency called the Man in Black, and they are dealing with like alien-related stuff. Because actually, Earth became like a political, like um, neutral zone for aliens, so that um, there are a lot of aliens there, and the agents make sure that like no alien-related crimes are happening, and that um, the general public doesn't find out about aliens. So they have this really amazing thing where can where they can delete memories and stuff, and um, yeah, our um, main characters, like this whole thing is obviously like New York is like one of the main um, locations for it because of course it is. <laughs> first one. Yeah. Yes, the first one. Obviously the first one. Like in the, if I just say Madam Black, I mean the first one. Okay. Obviously. I mean there are four. Yeah, right, they did that weird international thing now. Yeah, they did the Men in Black International, which I actually wanted to watch because of Tessa Thompson, but I haven't. I refuse to. Not, I I just, Tommy Lee Jones wasn't in there anymore, and Will Smith, and they were like my babies. Yeah, understandable. Even though Tessa Thompson is yeah. temptress. Temptress. Um, so, because we had it about um, Tommy Lee and uh, Will Smith, we're going to start with those characters. We have... Agent K, uh, who is like the mentor and like the senior to Agent G, which is J. J. <laughs> you got Agent K and Agent J. Dead. Yeah, that's what happens if you if you were, if we were too young to know that rap song from Will Smith. Yeah, it's just because I, I, I'm just so resigned because I did it right on the last um, outro with. Uh, G and J and now I did it wrong again anyways he is the mentor to agent J Lito is still vibing to the song um, he's experienced he um, also often seems like very like emotionally removed from the situations and like a bit of like a hardest or something but he's actually really sweet and emotional available if you just uh, get to know him a little bit uh, agent J is the um New York Police uh, Department officer who is accidentally involved in a chase with an alien. Uh, that's how Agent K is finding him. And so he um, is impressed that he was able to like um, manage to chase an alien by foot and um, is thinking about getting him as his partner. So they first they erase his memory about the alien but then they're doing like a program thing where they're trying to scout out like who's potentially an agent um he does it he's getting into the man in black gets everything removed from like his previous life and um yeah then they're doing the alien case things uh turns down that like a spaceship came down somewhere i don't know and in it was like Buck, which is like a cockroach alien that's giant and looks really disgusting, actually. Which is played by Vincent O'Donfrio, yeah. who you might know from Criminal Intent. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Had to, to bring that up because it kind of like that yeah. person. Oh, uh. Yeah, then he basically wears the skin of like a farmer and is acting really weird. So... Yeah, the sugar iced tea. I will never be over that much sugar and that less water. <sighs> yeah, he just put like this was disgusting, like literally disgusting. Um, 
you yeah he's like the, the bad guy he wants to destroy this one galaxy that's on earth and really tiny actually um he killed like two other aliens so they're going to the the morgue to find them and like see one of them is actually still alive and um that alien was in like a, a human suit and yeah it was like controlling it it was the saddest death of like <laughs> it was a real sad death not gonna lie when that tiny yeah. blob creature just died yeah so much emotional range in cgi <laughs> um also like they kind of like at least like agent j is like getting closer to the um pathologist medi- yeah the medical, medical examiner um because they visit there frequently because like aliens end up dead and they're mm. gonna need to like remove the evidence and like see what's going on and who killed them obviously the bug and um yeah, uh, she actually ends up being the new partner to Agent J because Agent K is retiring. Um, yeah, I mean, she's she also kicks ass. She's, she's pretty cool. Um, then I already mentioned that Buck is like the alien who wants to kidnap this, this galaxy and basically like destroy it. And uh, I have to give like a honorable mention to this character because he's not playing a big role, but it's Frank the Park because it's a talking the dog. Park. The pug. <laughs> uh, I knew his name was Frank, but my brain was. I think his name is Frankie, but no, it's a it's a talking it's a talking dog. Yeah, so I had to mention it. And he's badass. I mean, I'm not a f- I'm not a big fan of the uh, of the breed to die of pug. the breed to be honest. But honestly, this one, this is the chosen one. <laughs> this is the one I accept as a dog, and yeah. it's, he's not overly bright as well. Like he's a good. Yeah, and it turns out the um, the galaxy they're looking for is, like, as big as, like, a marble. Mm-hmm. And, like, on the, the color of a cat. And, like, of course, the bad guy also finds it out. And then there's the big epic finale while the race this galaxy belongs to is threatens to destroy the galaxy because they rather destroy it than uh, the other alien um, getting the hand on it. And, yeah. I mean, this whole galaxy thing with in the marble gave me a little bit of an existential crisis especially because they have like this last scene where you can see those rays of aliens play with like a lot of marbles who are galaxies i think it even zooms like kind Mm -hmm. of out it's yeah yeah existential crisis but like also pretty cool just realized the cat is the same type of color and breed as goose true very (gasps) true and you know like from the time scheme her hair it would actually fit like goose is obviously somewhat out of time being i don't know goose, goose is an alien goose is an alien i have that fucking flurkin cat it's probably immortal and let's be real this goose this cat could have been goose carrying a galaxy he he'd stole from nick fury like he went on a little adventure <laughs> And was just like, yeah, I'm just going to have a stroll around and maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. and the MIB are just getting there in contact. And at some point, Agent J and K are like, um, Director Fury, I think we have your cat. (laughs) Nick Fury, motherfucker, that ain't no cat. Keep it away from your face, brother. And then he picks up the cat and like Agent Kay and Agent Coulson <laughs> are just having a very lovely stare down and they're basically like... That is the crossover we would have deserved. Yeah. 
Also, Agent K and Agent Coulson, they could have been like, you know, they could have been from the same breed of family because they remind me a lot of each other. Just Coulson is a bit more open about his feelings and a lot more dad adopting and warm openly while Agent K is just like, yeah, I would adopt a lot of people, but I would never tell them. Yeah. They would be all my children, but they will. They would only find out one faithful day where I clap them on the shoulder and tell them they are proud. I'm proud of them. And then they would break down, cry and cry and cry a lot more. I would give them a cookie is it, and they would cry more, some more. Is it in the first one also where it's like this weird alien burst thing is happening? Is it in the first one? That is quite possible. I'm also wondering if it's in the first one. Spoiler? Even though it's not really a spoiler. Where it comes out that the morgue lady is actually a princess and gets sent off. Or is that the second movie? And she's like the daughter from Kay. What? That might be the second one. Okay, that's definitely not in the first one. I should not binge watch those movies together and fall asleep in the middle. I mean, I, I haven't seen the second or the third one quite as often as I've seen the first one so I really can't tell you like I'm sure it's not in the first one everything else I can't tell you okay that must have been in the second one I've seen the third one I've seen the third one once four like the f- the third one was my first contact with the MI- uh, with the MIB actually because right. I watched the first one first yeah <laughs> because because obviously that's us no I wasn't allowed to watch the other ones and then this one came out and I was like old enough to sneak away into the movies without getting getting questioned by the movie staff movie theater staff and I could sneak into the movie actually I paid for my card but yeah I know what you mean past the age check even though it wasn't I don't know rem- I don't remember what it came out anyways saw that movie and I was like oh, yeah it's actually cool then at some point watched one and two and I was like yeah they are actually really really cool and then uh, I didn't watch the fourth one no, I haven't watched the fourth one either. Okay, then um, do you want to tell us a little bit more about the genre, or did you already tell us what you wanted to tell us? Um, no. I am getting into the spooky mode. <laughs> thunder crash, thunder crash, thunder crash. So, the gothic tradition utilizes... Elements such as supernatural encounters, remote location, such as castles, complicated family histories, ancient manor houses, dark secrets, and mysteries to create an atmosphere of suspense and terror. What we have are gothic villains, often extremely handsome, intelligent, successful, talented, <laughs> and cockroach or- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's usually some telltale warn sign to warn us that his looks are deceiving, gothic villains often pose as innocent or victims. Victims, Think, Lord Drake. That's fucking Count Dracula. Excuse me, Google. Oh, that's old Cation. Excuse me, old Cation. It's Count Dracula, not Lord Dracula. Heathcliff and Dorian Gray. So, that is... What I have to tell about gothic movies, like, I have a gothic movie example, Frankenstein by our queen, Mary Shelley. Still need to draw the necromancing stuff. Bram Stoker's Dracula, Sleepy Hollow, Crimson Peak, Jane Eyre as well. And the others, or a corpse bride. So, aw, I love these memes. (laughs) 
Yeah, I scrolled. I I scrolled too far and got to my ghost memes, and I just think this one fits our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't see that. Obviously, it's this one famous sign saying, "You don't matter. Give up, or you matter. Don't give up." And yeah, one is one is Pat the ghost, and the other one is Julian, and yeah. You will find that meme if you search for it on the interwebs. So, I mean, um, the cockroach isn't the handsome villain you described, obviously. I can I can turn the cockroach into a fucking handsome villain. Watch me. <laughs> I mean, he was wearing, like, a meat suit, so I think we can arrange that for sure. Um, you know, a lot of people are simping over, over animatronics, which do not... <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm just gonna have a quick rant here. So, if people can simp over, I think it was an alligator animatronic from Five Nights at Freddy's. There is not an alligator. Where the fuck was that thing from, Cecil? I mean, mm, I mean, there, there, they, mm, they have like this weird band at some point, but like the main ones are like um, the duck, the fox, the bear, obviously. Hippo, we have hippo also at some point. We yeah. have, I mean, maybe there's an alligator in this. Maybe might band. have been also a crocodile. It was something reptilian. Crocodile. Yeah, and it was very overly sexualized. Ah, no. So, if people can simp over that. But this is furries. It's because of furries. Because those Fairies? things are furries. Fairies? Furries. Fairies? Furries! No, furries! F, f, fur, furries. I, I I should not do Google research on that. I mean, the most of the stuff is wholesome. Are those so scary people in, cost in, furry costumes? Fur? I'm afraid. Like, of, I'm afraid of those. Why? They're so cute. Yeah, terrifying. They're cute. They're terrifying. They're cute. So if you pet them, they're really happy. So many times I've been hugged by those creatures. I mean, if you don't want that, then it's scary, obviously, but I think they're cute. Anyways, <laughs> let's not dig into trauma. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. A cockroach does not, does nothing, has nothing furry on them. Yeah, Even though we googled about furries who are like into insects and something came up, but there aren't names for that. <laughs> This is cursed. I mean, obviously, mad respect to all those creators out there. And especially the costumers who not only make those costumes and spend thousands and thousands of dollars on that stuff. Also, the people for wearing it. Because I, it must be hot as a thousand suns or the yeah. devil's ass crack in there. I can't, I can't, I can't think about how, how motherfucking hot it has to be. <laughs> okay, now we are done with the furry talk um, and made clear that we have mad respect and Leto just has trauma because he was hacked without consent and I think they're cute. Um, I'm also terrified that they will just harvest my organs and sell them to the black market, but that's my main concern with a lot of people. Fair enough. <laughs> but especially with, like, pink fur balls. Yeah. Maybe you should unpack that someday. 
<laughs> that is that. Listen, that is trauma. I am locking in a cage, and I'm I, I've thrown that cage into the ocean, and whatever's inside there is drowned. Do you think the furries uh, are the reason your organs as fucked up as they are? Is yes. that maybe you're thinking? <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't know how this could be possible, but we're just going to roll with that and stop talking about furries because this is not a podcast about furries. This will never be a podcast about them. Oh, my God. I would do a podcast about furries. I would do just like a, a kinky podcast. And since it's like a kink, you can fit them in there. Okay. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. It is what now? What? You didn't realize. Like, like, it's not just like, it's also like a lifestyle. And it's just, but yeah, it's, it is often a sex thing. Okay, we had me leaving. I think now it's Lito's time to leave. Ah! Boy! <laughs> Why is everything a sex thing nowadays? Furries go way back. <sighs> oh, wow. I could make so many jokes about ancient Greek now. Oh, no. <laughs> well, somebody was coming for that. Metaphor. So you you wanted to see, wanted to say that Zeus was a fairy? Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Zeus, the original fairy. Let's all praise Zeus for being the original furry, <laughs> even though he was not respectful and didn't care about consent, with which most furries do, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Cries an asexual. <laughs> okay, let's oh. let's we should stop derailing this podcast. This is not a podcast about furries. It's not a podcast about kings. It's not even a podcast about Five Nights at Freddy's, how this whole conversation started. We were talking about a motherfucking cockroach not being handsome. Yeah, we were trying to make a cockroach handsome. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the okay. started. <laughs> Making a cockroach handsome doesn't sound any better as the things I said before. Let's be real here. <laughs> the thing is called a cockroach. Let's be real here. <laughs> Okay, let's think about it. If we just shift the whole man in black thing a few years back and instead of having it playing in like New York City, we have like a, a castle somewhere. We have it set in Transylvania. <laughs> Sorry. For example? Or, I am trying to draw or, a handsome. I'm trying to draw a Dalek because Daleks are my happy place. Oh, okay. No, I'm not trying to draw a handsome cockroach. I'm going to do that tomorrow after, I think, two glasses of wine, maybe a bottle. I shouldn't do that with my kidneys. Mm -hmm. But I, I do not care. I'm going to complain about pain, but no. Anyways, um, is it called Westchester? It's called Westchester. Westchester, as you remember, is like upstate New York, upstate fake New York. In, like, the X-Men universe, where Charles mm -hmm. has his mansion. And that's a huge-ass mansion, so we could take that mansion, which is still, like, on the outskirts of New York. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, we, we can just shift it to, like, a random mansion somewhere. I'm fine with that. Because I, I like, I think if we want to do this um, genre properly, we have to need it. We need a mansion where everything's happening, right? Yes. Always a mansion. And... Thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah, I think I think like my what I have like in in, in my mind is like um, 
The Doctor Who episode? Which one? Yeah, my, f- my the one with um, the the poets and everything and the the lone cyberman. Also, to the person on AO3 who decided to write a Thomas Thorne ex-Lord Byron fanfic. I just want to talk. I'm fine. I have no idea what's going on. This is great. Imagine somebody wrote a fanfic, fanfic about me and Lord Byron in, an, in a relationship. I have to get onto that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Dear listeners... I know some of you might be inclined to do that. I will find you and we will have a lovely conversation. I, would I, I will send you free merch. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, your opinion? Is this the first time the baby spoke on the yes. podcast? Oh my god! <laughs> Why did this take so long? <laughs> True! <laughs> That was really wholesome. <laughs> okay. We should really try to get back yes. on track. Oh my god. <laughs> Fine. So I would say we just have like our main characters. Yes. Agent K, Agent J. The uh, oh, Dr. Laurel Waver is by the way the name of the medical examiner. Oh, Laurel. Um, Laurel? Laurel. Laurel? Laurel. Like the Laurel Reef. Confirm. You know what Laurel is? Yes. That's her name. It's really her name? I can Google it again, no, but I'm pretty no, no. sure. Just, just, just let me see. I have captured the notebook. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she has a really beautiful name. Weaver. Dr. Laurel Weaver. Oh, I love that name. Anyways, main character. She's obviously going to be the tragic... um, She's not going to be the villain, is she? No. She could be the handsome villain. I would stick with, like... I would maybe... We're just not going to do, like, the buck, like, the actual buck, but we're still going to, like, take the the character, I would say. And we're just going to... let uh, Vincent uh, uh, play uh, play this character because, like, he can definitely pull off the handsome villain. Oh, yeah, he did that in, like, um, Crim's... Was it Crim... I mean, I would Red even... Red Dragon. I think it was Red Dragon. I would even argue that he's doing it as Kingpin. Movie? No, movie everywhere. Like, in Daredevil or, like, in uh, Hawkeye as well. I haven't seen those. But you know Kingpin is like the the, the Marvel yes. villain. He's like also appearing to be like just a successful businessman, but in reality he's running this whole underground and organized crime thing and playing everyone um, for being very charming. Yeah, I mean I haven't seen it and I I haven't seen it in action, so can't judge it. I mean I only know him from Criminal Criminal Intent. It has to be Criminal Intent. Yeah, Criminal Intent. I really like them there, and he's—he's—he's—he's—he's he's, 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 he's a handsome guy, not has something. He has this Al Capone kind of handsome. Yeah, so I can see just him playing this handsome villain character, just not being a cockroach. Like he can come also the cockroach at some point. Like 
Hi, I'm actually a cockroach. He just rips off dramatically his meat suit. And it's just... It's just... Just a cascade of creatures pouring from within. Oh, so we're doing multiple cockroaches instead of one. I like this. Yes. I like if in the finale... I like it's a hive, it's a hive, it's a hive mind thing. I mean, in the original movie, it's one big one. Yeah. But like, I like the idea of doing like a lot of small ones when he dies. I think that fits the theme more. Yeah. Because like, maybe it, w- it was a hive mind thing controlled by a greater power. Or it's just actually like, he's actually just like a villain or something. Maybe an evil sorcerer or something. And then when the heroes prevail and kill him, he turns into the, like, if the, the corpse turns into a million cockroaches. Yes. I love that. Oh, I want to animate that. <laughs> this is going to be a bitch to animate. Um, yes. And I have no idea. I, I, can't, I can't draw insects. I tried to draw bees and I had to use the stickers from canvas because I couldn't figure out how to draw bees. Amazing. Brilliant. 10 out of 10. And nobody noticed, so... Well, nobody noticed. I said that to one person. (laughs) Well, this one person didn't Didn't notice. notice. (laughs) I'm sorry, Hannah. (laughs) I mean, mean, Thomas was still drawn by myself, so... And everything else. Just not the bees. Okay. So, we have this mention. Agent J.K. Laurel are there. They They got the dog, Frank the Puck. (laughs) <laughs> because that is important and um, then we have um, maybe we can even like maybe even the what is what is going on there's a particle of well, it's not really a feather but a tiny particle which is just floating around and Oh, okay. I ha- I had caffeine. My senses are more heightened. So we're distracted by it. Yeah. Also you didn't have caffeine don't lie. Yeah, it's fake caffeine. It has caffeine extract, so... Okay, yeah, now Danny had caffeine, then it's fine. Um, I mean, I think we can just, like, keep... Maybe it's not a galaxy, but just, like, some kind of magical item. I mean, we are, we are set in a gothic horror. And gothic horror... I mean, we have the supernatural. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's, maybe it's not really a galaxy, but it's the soul of... Innocence. Ooh, I like the idea. It's some kind of like soul. That person, that evil sorcerer, is um, gathering souls for some ritual, probably to open hell or raise an army of the undead. I think he's gonna um, uh, oh control God. insects, also. Yeah, that that's that's like he's probably a necromancer. Yeah. And needs and needs those souls. Oh my God! I want. I'm once again designing a new bracelet. Great. Um, then we, um, maybe he's tricking our heroes and being like, yeah, I'm a traveler and I've got stuck in the rain and a thunderstorm, like, can you let me in? And he charms everyone. And, um, then when they find out, like, his real intent, um, they trying to stop him from getting, um, the thing. And we can still keep the thing that's, like, on the cat's, um... Brace? Not bracelet. <laughs> Neck, uh, collar. Collar. The cat's collar. Um, maybe like the previous owner who was a powerful sorcerer um, of this mansion died and left it with the cat 
and uh, those are maybe like the people who maybe they don't even believe that the person who died was like a, a wizard or a sorcerer but mm. they like um, somehow all know know this person and wanted to get there because it was like the last will from this person that everyone meets there and um, or so I have no idea if you've ever seen the movie Van Helsing but Van Helsing great A it's with Hugh Jackman really <laughs> really fabulous um they have basically the man in black but it's set like in uh, their version of i think victorian times or something 18th uh, something 18th 19th century setting and it's basically a uh, man in black just with like creature features yeah no aliens just classic horror movies and they uh so i'm thinking agent j and agent k are part of that organization like Like, um, they're still hunters and they smell that something yeah. fishy is going on with the mansion thing. So, basically, um, the person who died there was not only a sorcerer of some sort, they were also, they were an agent. Like, they belonged to the agency. And some, I mean, it was like, an, uh, it was an agent who dropped out and had started a new life. Mm -hmm. But they all, they always said... I'm gonna die of a suspicious death and once my letter of passing has arrived please go to my house and investigate mm -hmm. and then maybe the uh, then maybe Laura is just like maybe um, a relative who's also there to to see what's up what happened yeah and then they meet there and then like chaos ensues because the guy arrives just maybe like claiming he's like an old friend or something and at first he's like charming they believe him and then they find out that they're uh, that he's after this um magical artifact yeah or maybe he's claiming that he's the real heir because yeah because that's more that's more like of that plot because yeah and then there's the secret of <laughs> secret wife in the attic and the whole mansion is starting to burn down wait that's the plot from Jane Eyre <laughs> I don't think we need a wife no but half of the mansion burning down is still traumatic yeah we can definitely do that and um, have just the cat and just have the cat run away from like the mayhem and you see you don't see any characters except for the cat with the souls on their collar running away from the explosions. I love that. Even though I don't want to kill the other characters. No, they are not getting killed. We're just having an amazing action scene with the cast. Oh, I thought it was like the last no. frame of the movie. Mm. <laughs> Is it gonna be Goose or should or should we use cats we actually know? I think it should be a black cat fitting the aesthetic. Or Snavi. Yes. Oh, nice. I can draw my own cat. Yeah, that, that's, I think that would make sense. So. Do we have our movie? I think we do. Amazing. Then we're gonna write the pitch meeting. Why are we so confused about our movie? Because we talked too many, too much time. We talked about fairies. And I wasn't quite sure if we have decided on the end yet or not. But like, I think we're doing the amazing, amazing action sequence with the cat running away. But we're then doing the cat running away. So, okay, the sorcerer is defeated and turns into cockroaches. Turns into cockroaches and like a fire starts because some idiot during the fight, some uh, a candle, something got knocked over. A candle got knocked over. That candle rolls onto parchment and then parchment enlightens. 
curtains, very thick curtains, mm. and then everything is just engulfed in flames and it creeps up to the moldy wooden stores and steps and floors and everything just comes crashing down. Our heroes already fleeing and they're like, oh no, where has the cat gone? And the cat is just cool as fuck running away from the explosions. You can just have like this typical sunglasses saying deal with it end frame and then we have like an end sequence where like the uh, the relative is just crowned heiress and has like a huge as estate and the cat is in Sitting, her arms yes on her, on her arms yeah amazing okay then um let's write the pitch yes okay but think about that scene like you have that dramatic dracula thing which we watched earlier and like he's standing uh, the cockroach human the winston donfrio the lord okay lord byron is standing like at the window with the curtains drawn he's just looking outside and the lady is just there like my lord don't art don't art a cockroach and just swoons and he's just yes i am and cascading into cockroaches hello there ladies gentlemen and non-binary masters of the universe welcome to our pitch meeting we have an extraordinary movie for you today full of byronic mysteries thunderbolts and tinge of sci-fi Mels, take it away. Our movie um, goes by the name Man in Black, My Lord. Those are a cockroach? Thunder rolling, rain pouring. Three people meet at a spooky mansion after a wise man passed away. Those men were once part of a secret organization fighting the evil in this world. So, two agents and one relative find themselves at this mansion, but soon gonna be joined by a mysterious and charming man, claiming to be the true heir. Are our heroes gonna find out the true intention of the stranger? And will they be able to locate the souls of the innocent before it's too late? Um, it's gonna be a great time for you if you love gothic horror, cute cats and dogs, and aren't too scared of insects. Well, what a treat that is, especially at the beginning of spooky season. So, what do you say? We roughly need about 90 millions and a lovely castle to shoot in. And maybe to keep it, let's be real. Yeah, I just want to say it's our new headquarters. <laughs> also, we have the star of the movie already cast which is our lovely Usnavi. bit shy but he's fantastic for the role so as i said 90 millions that's that's the deal also we have as a co-star this lovely dalek who's happy to join in what do you think felix double feature this episode he's agreeing with it so yeah um 
that's uh, this for this episode. So um, if you want to keep updated on all the stuff or want to like DM us for some um, bookmarks or stickers, you can find us on Instagram under at jelancher underscore official. On YouTube, you just can search for jelancher. On Tumblr, we have a blog that's called In Another Reality. And on Twitter, you find us um, at at in array underscore pod because uh, we are fancy. You can buy Lita's book if you want more of his poetic ramblings. Um, you can find those on ePubly and uh, also can just ask like at your local bookstore. Um, you can for some reason find them at Carphone. I mean, I haven't checked in a while. Maybe... I don't know if it's still possible to get them there, but there was a time where you can get them at Kaufland. Barnes & Nobles is just on and off with our books. It is so weird. Sometimes they're available, sometimes they aren't available, which is just weird. But H.W. Yeah. Smith had them also at, for a brief moment. Hogan Double had them also, but I'm not sure if they're still on there. It's weird. They are like bouncing realities back and forth. You can definitely always getting them at ePubly and also Amazon, but let's be real, we don't want to support that. Support your local book dealers. Yes. Also, if you want to feel worse, no, don't feel. If you want to dive more into like poetry, yeah, those books, those books are a great start. And yes, I can promise they are even worse than what I always bring to the podcast from my poetic Better. Sites. Worse. Better. <laughs> So much better. <laughs> oh, oh damn. So, if you liked any of this, you hit that subscribe button and be so kind and you review us at Spotify and Apple Podcast. Yeah. So, as always, refer us to your friends, your enemies, the count. The mysterious count was living in that castle next door and you're afraid of him, but also somewhat attracted to him. Maybe pay him a visit and before you impale him, be like, hey, before you, uh, when you have your next, next lunchable around, maybe listen to the podcast with him. Have a nice glass of wine, blood, whatever, you know, the usual, the usual good kush. You can also tell, like, all the cockroaches if you want to. Well, then our then our podcast, our stories would survive the impending apocalypse. Because yes. cockroaches are very fucking sustainable. It's actually because of the Alex, uh, exoskeleton and the creatin they, creatin they have in their shelves. Oh, no. Caffeine, science, bad. Okay, we better end this here. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Yes, also from uh, also from from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. And also, I feel like I have to apologize to the furry community. You're just scary to me. Yeah, I think we got the point across. <laughs> yeah. like you just think they're scary, but we we don't we don't shame you. I no. love you guys, and it's amazing work you're doing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's it from us. And yes. safe, safe travels. travels. Until, Until next time. time. Woo!